In today's episode, we look at another real tradie success story and show you how by giving a crap can really grow your business. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome to today's episode. I'm Michaela Clark from Tradies VA and sitting across from me is Warwick Bidwell from Tradies Business Toolkit and you're listening to the Tradies Business Show. We've got a pretty cool uh, real tradie story today, don't we, Michaela? Yeah, and that's one of our most popular requested segments on the show is hearing from real tradies that are succeeding. And today's guest, Tony from H2 Pro Plumbing, has some really unique ways of promoting his business and staying top of mind of customers. And I, I think our listeners will get a lot out of today. He's got some really great practical advice. But before we crack into it, just want to give a shout out to our show sponsor, which is MyOpayDirect and their mobile payment solution, just using your smartphone and a reader. If you'd like to know more about getting better cash flow into your business and pay quicker, check out tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash MYOB and all the details are there and you can leave your name if you'd like someone from there to get in touch with you. Alrighty, let's get stuck into the interview. So welcome to the show, Tony from H2 Pro Plumbing. Tony, uh, tell us a bit about your business, mate. Uh, we're a, a maintenance plumbing uh, company based on sort of the domestic market. Uh, we provide services um, just to, you know, your, your local Mrs. Jones or, so to speak, and real estate agents and stuff like that. Uh, we do everything from leaking taps, burst pipes, um, block drains, New hot water services and and along those sort of lines. So main, mainly kind of repairs and and upgrades. Yeah, nice. And how long have you guys been in operation, Tony? Been in operation since two thousand, so quite a long time. Um, but it's really only evolved into the business that it is really in the last probably four to five years. Yeah, right. And what made you uh, get into being your own business owner? working for yourself? Um, I, I think from even when I was at high school, I always wanted to work for myself um, and, and be my own boss. And I suppose the reason for that was that I didn't really want to have any limitations put on me to what I could achieve. So it was up to me to sort of um, achieve what I could without you know, sort of going into a company and saying, oh, you can only progress so far and that's it. So I suppose so it was, you know, it's up to me whether I just want to be a one-man show and cruise along and get by or whether, you know, you want to run an empire or something like that. <laughs> cool. So what were you doing before H2 Pro, Tony? Um, I, I, I did my the usual trade thing and did my apprenticeship um, four-year apprenticeship, and and then I um, worked for a company doing industrial, commercial sort of maintenance plumbing, and I subcontracted to him for probably about sort of two, three years after my apprenticeship. Um, I then branched away from that just for a change and worked for a company that sort of specialised more in hot water service repairs and installations, but uh, they're their business took a little bit of a turn for the worse and we a couple of us sort of got laid off. So because I always wanted to work for myself, I thought, well, 
now's a time that I've got no excuses. I may as well just jump in and, and give it a crack. And so do you remember specifically, like a lot of people that start their own business, they remember uh, where they were, what they were doing. You know, some <laughs> some people have told me they were sitting in the smallest room of the house. Uh, <laughs> when, when they had that epiphany, it's like, that's it, I'm doing this. Did it happen like that for you, Tony? No, it was something in the back of my mind that had been going on for probably a couple of years. But, um, I, I mean, I had a really good position in another company that I was in and sort of had no reason to to jump ship at that time. And I was still pretty young. I was, I was still in my early 20s. Um, I think it was more that, you know, being, being made redundant from that company just, just gave me the excuse as, well, I have to do something now. I may as well do it now. But I also had the fallback of other colleagues that had already, you know, and friends that had started running their own businesses. And I, I could sort of piggyback off them and, and give them a helping hand and they'd pay me as a subcontractor on those quiet days. So I knew I always had a fallback to to sort of create an income on those quiet days. So I sort of felt safe in that in that regard. And at the same time I didn't have a house mortgage or anything. So, you know, there was there was nothing really riding on my shoulders if I didn't bring home the money. And so you said earlier, Tony, that it, it really only I guess got serious. That's my words, not yours. In the last uh, four years or so, but um, what brought about that change, mate? I did get to a point where I, we didn't really have a clear direction in business. We just sort of did whatever came our way. You know, like if a builder said price this, I would. If someone said unblock this drain, I would. Um, we did had no real great marketing in place or or anything like that. And um, to be honest, I was quite on that borderline of thinking I might I might chuck it in and, and go and get a job for another company or even get out of the industry altogether. Um, but, but what happened was um, a, a business coaching company rang me up that was trade-based and said, oh, you know, we can – we're – trade-based coaching company and, you know, we can really help you, you know, move your for your country, country, company, sorry, forward in leaps big, and Big pounds. goals, mate. That's okay. You can take over the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so so what happened there is I was a bit sceptical because, you know, being in, in, in business, you get these, these phone calls every day, people trying to sell you the latest and greatest of everything and they're always the best and and what have you, and then you pay all this money and get no return. So um, we were sceptical, but we had a meeting with, with the company and and we're, we're quite impressed but sort of didn't really take it any further. And then um, what happened is they sent us, they, they had all these modules that you had to work through and they sent us the first module in the mail uh, as a prompt, I suppose, and, uh, well, it worked. You know, we thought, gee, this is this is really good. So... So we joined up um, there and that company at the time was called Tradesman in a Circle, uh, run, run in Sydney. It's now called Lifestyle Tradie. And, and we've been a member of, of uh, theirs now for, oh, I think, five, five years or so. And that's really turned our business around and, and been a major player in, in you know, what we've become today. 
That's awesome, mate. And look, it's always heartwarming from my perspective as as a, a tradies coach myself that uh, there's there's tradies like yourself out there who are willing to make that jump. And you know, you said you were skeptical. Uh, uh, you've obviously found it to be a good uh, a good exercise, mate, as, of having a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at, at the start, that and they were in the sort of beginnings as well, you know, and it, it was sort of just a twelve month program at the start. And then once they started bringing people on board, everyone was sort of saying, well, what happens after these 12 months? We still need help. We want to continue. So they evolved from there. And, and you know, we've, we go to boot camps, you know, a couple of times a year and we have, you know, mastermind nights and, and online webinars and, and they've got a website that's got a wealth of information about anything and everything about running a trade business. Um, and it, look, at if anything, to these boot camps that you go to, it just really gives you a, a real kick of motivation when you, you know, sometimes you need that every now and then and it, it, you come back just really feeling fresh and ready to go again. So it, it's, I can recommend it to anyone really. I don't, I actually don't think that you could be a successful trade business these days without having some kind of outside help like a business mentor or, or a, a marketing person. So Tony, I need to have you on call, mate, for when I'm speaking to some of my prospective clients for Tradies Business Toolkit and uh, just get you to tell them that, mate. (laughs) So what's some of the things that you've implemented as far as, you know, making a difference and standing out from other plumbing companies in your area? What are some of you implemented to help grow your business? Um, One thing I think is to have a, like a clear branding Make people know who you are. No point dropping around in vans with nothing written on them, or no, you know, not wearing a, a work uniform. Um, but and I mean, a, that's and a clean work uniform. We might just put in there. <laughs> abs- clean, absolutely. If any guys get silicon on their tops and then it's throw it away, you get a new one. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's where it's sort of the basics of where it it starts. But um, I mean, the th- the thing is too is you hear people, you know, they ring you up, oh, I've got a burst hot water service and you go and fix it and then say six months later you go back to do something else and they've had something else done. They said, who did that? Oh, this other plumbing. Couldn't remember who you were. Mm. So, I mean, what we do is we make, we make our um, customers members of our, I suppose, little club and they get a membership card, they get 10% off um, all their plumbing for life, uh, they get priority service. So, we, you know, we really bend over backwards for, uh, you know, an existing client when they've got a problem. Um, and, and we constantly keep in contact with them with, you know, quarterly um, newsletters just on on tips and things about, about plumbing. Um, last month we held like a... Um, an information night at the the local pub where we got a um, a interior designer to come and do a talk on latest kitchen and bathroom trends. I mean, look, we're not going to gain anything out of that, you know, from profitability or anything like that, but we want to give back to the clients that have helped us, you know, to make our company what it is because without them you don't have a company. So really... um, it, it was really something they're interested in that, you know, with the block and Mike, you know, what's that other show that's on the 
my house, house rules. rules or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone's into renovation and stuff. I can't hold a seminar saying, oh, this is how you unblock a drain. No one's going to turn up. So. <laughs> so it's all about providing uh, helpful marketing and helpful information and also, you know, looking as being an expert in the industry in other ways. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So, Tony, are there, uh, and we talk about these on the show on occasion, is the one percenters, do, do you have some, you mentioned a couple there uh, just earlier, are there some one percenters that you guys ha- have perhaps systemized or at least just follow that really set you apart? Are there some, some systemized things that you do? Um, well, with that membership uh, system that we've got, what happens is, Originally what used to happen, we used to sign those people up on the job on the day and we actually used to charge for it But and then you say, oh, if you buy this then it takes 10% off this job that we're about to do now and all this sort of stuff. But we found it was just killing so much time and some people thought it was a bit like, why would I want to pay for that, you know? Mm-hmm. So we don't tell anyone about it at all now and we just do their job and then we send it to them all in the mail with a welcome thing and, and all this sort of stuff and... We get good feedback from that. We don't charge them for it either. I, I don't think you should have to anyway. Mm. Um, another thing at the moment that we do is we, we support a, a charity called uh, Who Gives a Crap. They're a Melbourne-based company that make they make toilet paper. <laughs> and 50, yeah, 50% of their, their profits go towards... Um, uh, to water aid, which funds sanitary projects in developing countries. So every time we do a job for somebody, we give them a roll of this toilet paper and we've got a little postcard that's got information on what this toilet paper does for the developing world and, and how you can go about, you know, buying it yourself. And that, that's actually had massive feedback. That mm-hmm. has. And that's really making not only showing that you're giving back, but it does also make you memorable to your customers as well. Yes. So, Tony, uh, we, we know you're fairly active in the local community uh, and, and the business community. What sort of ways are you engaging with, uh, you know, your region from not just your customers but with other local businesses and groups? Um, we actually, we ended up getting our local IGA supermarkets to stock the Who Gives a Crap toilet paper on their shelves. They had a local fireball ball which was a thing for the cfa a charity ball called the fireball and we we donated a water filter to that which people bid for and then we go around and supply it and whatever the bidding amount is goes to the goes to the cfa to help fund you know the new truck that they're trying to buy and that sort of valued it with labor and um the cost of materials like valued about 560 dollars and we've also done that for our local primary school and our local kindergarten as well so it really is just about being uh, a helpful business and you know, we, we, I guess we all like to talk about doing it but actually doing things without expectation of getting back um, and just, just being a great part of the community and uh, you know, doing things for the greater good um, and obviously that eventually comes back to us, uh, you know, maybe not in direct business referrals but just people uh, think highly of you and have you found that's actually helped uh, build your brand or awareness around your brand at all? Yeah, it definitely has. It, it makes it makes people uh, remember who you are 
uh, it, it makes you stand out from from other you know competitors that aren't doing that sort of thing, um, and it just makes you sort of known within the community as well. Like you know, oh, that's that plumbing company with the toilet paper. Like, that's what we're sort of known as, um, which is quite funny. But um, you know, we, we also got naming rights to our son's football team and. And, and the way I always look at it is, you know, you can advertise in so many ways and I think the best way to advertise is when it actually it, it benefits the community that you're servicing. I mean, there's, there's more more sort of point to it, I suppose, than, than just giving to, you know, an SEO company or, a, or a, you know, just an advertising company or something like that. So it sort of works two ways. And so one thing um, I've noticed with your marketing as well is that you're active on Facebook. How has that uh, impacted your business and what do you try to do with your Facebook page? Because I know that's a, a lot of our clients and people that listen to the show have trouble with Facebook and social media in particular and don't know whether it's worth their while and, and what to do on it. So talk about your experience using it. We get, we get quite a few leads out of Facebook Um and all those things too that it, it took me to get a bit to get my head around it. Um, you've got to have a lot of time for it. And, and to be quite honest, my wife, who who's sort of you know runs the office side of things, she does most of the posts on there. Uh, and we're part of you know if you join up to sort of there's usually community pages and things in your local areas that'll be like, you know, say we've got the Warrandite business and community page and it'll be, there'll be anything on there like, oh, you know, there's a car accident here, don't drive that way or something tonight or whatever to, you know, oh, I need a good plumber, can anyone recommend somebody? So um, as soon as one of those posts comes up, can someone recommend a plumber? I mean, we, we jump in and say, you know, we're available to do this. Here's our phone number, whatever, on our website if you'd like to give us a call. But I think it's also just about joining in on conversations so people know that you're there. It's not really like your direct form of advertising. So you don't get on there saying we unblock drains, we do burst hot water service and just keep pumping that out there. It, it, does, it doesn't really work like that. Um, it's, it, it is, it is quite complicated and it does take a bit to get your head around it. But I think the best thing is, is when you've got likes on your Facebook page and, you know, we post things like we do Movember and all this stuff and so you put up a, a picture with us with them as stupid moustaches and, and all that sort of stuff. And it, it's just about awareness that you're there. That's what it's mainly for. It's just to be constantly showing that we're here and we're available and to create that that brand awareness of your company. So instead of people going to, say, a Google search of, you know, Plumber Melbourne or whatever, you want them specifically looking for your company. So, yeah, for us, it's just about brand awareness. And it's also about putting a personality and the people behind the brand because people buy from people, not necessarily companies. So it's really not only raising your brand profile but just giving you a bit of personality and I love your toilet roll Christmas tree that you have on your page. So it's all about having a bit of fun. And, again, like being part of forums and things, it's all about being helpful again and just yeah. providing value and giving back yeah absolutely and the other thing that it, it's great for is testimony you see there's nothing better than when someone says i need a plumber to do whatever 
And then, you know, the next five posts in a row have said, call Tony from H2 Pro Plumbing. I mean, things like that speak for themselves. Yeah, good old social proof. Yeah, that's right. Nothing beats that. <laughs> so, Tony, it sounds like a, a fairly uh, smooth road to success uh, just talking to you. Has there been any tough moments? You kind of thought, you mentioned earlier where you thought, oh, you know, I'll just go back and work for wages. But, um, you know, sort of in the last five years, have you ever gone through a rough patch or started to question, well, geez, are we doing the right thing here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you sort of go through bad patches with, um, you know, pe- people not not paying and, and chasing money and, and struggling to pay supplier bills and all that sort of stuff. And, and unless you get on top of that, you know, sometimes that can really wear you down and it's hard to get motivation in, you know, what you do. But I mean that that that's sort of one sort of tough part, which I'm sure that you know every tradesman experiences that. It's just just nature of the beast. But um, um, had you know past employees that um, you know have sort of been hard work and and weighed us down like that. I mean, I don't really like sort of you know try and put you know negative spin on things, but yeah, you just you just you really have to find the right team and there's that, you know, that, that old saying of, um, you know, hire slow and fire fast sort of mm-hmm. thing and that's that's something that we've fallen victim to before where we've kept people on for too long and it's really damaged our business. Yeah, it's, so, it's a very common thing that I uh, see with my clients and I find myself unfortunately often uh, trying to convince business owners to let people go because they, they – they're just too nice. Our, our listeners, our tradies are just too nice. Uh, and for all of the yelling and tool throwing on site that I yeah. hear about, um, you guys really are just big-hearted softies that hang on to people past the point where it's really good for anybody. Well, it, it is true. And, and, and the thing is, I mean, majority of people don't like confrontation either. So, mm. you know, it's, it's the hardest thing to do is, is to let people go. Mm. The reality is you're running a business and, you know, you have to look after yourself and your family and, uh, you know, it's not fair to anybody to keep that going longer than really is healthy. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, you've, you, that's what you've really got to look at at the end is just say, you know what, if I don't do this, everyone's going to suffer as a consequence. And the reality is you're the one that suffers and your family because that person usually just moves on and gets another job and it doesn't really affect them that much at all. So. Mm. Yeah, it's a great point, mate. It's a great point. So as far as, uh, you know, the way forward for H2 Pro, I mean, do you guys uh, plan? Do you have written plans? Like, What's your process for, for actually uh, achieving your goals and, and what are they? Um, usually we have a 90-day plan that, that we go buy and we will redo that every every 90 days and we'll, we'll aim to achieve whatever those things are that we want to achieve and how we're going to do it. Um, that's that's sort of one thing that we do and we actually, you know, you do write those things down. Um, and Tony, what, what sort of things uh, would we find in your 90-day plan, mate, a typical 90-day plan? You might have, say... Okay, I want to uh, gain another two real estate agents work in the next, you know, 
couple of months. So how am I going to go about doing this? And then number one step might be making a credibility pack that's, you know, your folder with testimonials and information about your business and a bit of wow factor in it and hand delivering that to, to, to property managers around your local area and, and sort of, you know, having a chat and seeing if it's something that, you know, you, they can use your services or not. Um, might be something like that. Might be something like, all right, we want to put on another employee in the next 90 days. How are we going to do that? Well, number one, we need to buy another vehicle. You know, we're going to buy a new one. We're going to buy a second-hand one. Um, you know, is there the amount of funds there available to 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 achieve that um, and then sort of work, you know, sort of backwards from there? And how do you find that actually helps in your business? I mean, I, I obviously see the benefit in it as somebody who teaches that sort of stuff to clients, but um, what's what's the payoff for you having done that planning process versus perhaps not doing that, uh, you know, maybe in the early days? Well, it makes you do it. It makes you actually achieve the the result, whereas if you just sort of say, oh, yeah, I'll do that sometime this year, you'll find it'll be a year of roll pass and you still haven't done it. <laughs> yep. Christmas rolls around again and it's like, geez, we didn't get to that this year. Yeah, it's like, oh, gee, I was going to put on another two guys this year and I'm still the same size as I was a year ago. <laughs> so I know with uh, putting in goals and plans, it's important that you set aside time to actually work on your business and not in it. Is that something you manage and how do you go about that? At the moment, uh, I, I do find it quite difficult because we're actually a small team and um, – so because I work a lot in the business, I find it hard to work on the business. So uh, a lot of that is actually done in after hours time with, with my wife, Tristan, who who's, you know, the, runs the business as well. And after we sort of put our three kids to bed who are, you know, all eight and younger, um, but that's sort of the time that we use, which is, it is hard. Um, it's something that you don't want to do too much because obviously it starts making things a bit monotonous but i mean our aim is at the moment which is on our 90-day plan is that we're looking for another employee now and we've got the van is that once i get that other person on then that will allow me to do work on my business during work hours so um the plan is to have two guys full-time on the tools and then I pick up the slack when things get overloaded. So I'd still be aiming to that I'd still be doing two or three days on the tools. The key there, Tony, is that you've actually got a plan and so when you talk about working out of hours to work on the business, the next words that come out of your mouth are we've got the van, the plan's in place. So that that commitment to actually getting to your goals uh, is clearly set out. It's not that you're actually... Uh, and as we see a lot of tradies are doing that out of hours work, but it's just that every year they're repeating the same stuff and, and working their tails off, uh, but without really having clarity about where they're headed. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. So, mate, uh, what is what is some of the big uh, plans for H2 Pro? I mean, where are you guys headed over the next uh, year or two? We want to We want to expand the business to sort of, probably four four vans on the road. Uh, and I think the main sort of uh, vehicle we want to use to to get there is 
to you to have everything fully systemized. Uh, so to have you know every everything's written down on you know probably on paper as well as hard copies, but but all sort of um, on our iPad systems and all that with with invoicing timesheets and and everything like that. I mean the end goal is to to provide a turnkey business that. You know, if I wanted to go away for three months, I couldn't. It'd still be fine when I came back. And on top of that, if I want to sell it, here it is. Someone else can just take over the reins. Mm. And I love that mode of just uh, again having those the, those sites set on a future point and then working towards that. It's such a powerful way to run a business versus uh, being on the tools and you know busting your backside. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you still do a bit of that though, mate. I do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you also a little bit he told us that you won an award recently and that's something we're always telling our listeners that they should try and do is enter awards and help build their profile. How have you found that process and what impact has it had on your business? Um, yeah, well, our, we you know got on to that the same as what you were just saying there. Our, our, our business mentors are always saying, you know, you always should enter awards. It's great for business and, and all those sort of things. Um, I think one great thing about entering the awards was uh, it makes you just dissect your business and learn about your business and actually take a step back and say, you know, th- this is what we're doing and, and this is how we're doing it instead of just just guessing. Um, the actual the actual uh, process of um, doing the entry was quite involved. It took about eighty hours to to do wow. the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the nomination. But um, and lo and behold, uh, yeah, on the awards night, we we took out um, best business for professional services, and then we actually won the outright best business um, in Manningham for two thousand and fourteen, which. The first one we were quite shocked by, but the second one we were uh, absolutely yeah, blown away. That's awesome, mate. Well done. That eight yeah. hours was worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, I mean, it's, we only won it like a month or so ago and it's already had great effect. You know, we get people saying, oh, you're those award-winning plumbers and, and all that sort of stuff. So, And then you get people ring up, like, you know, it was in the local paper, like a picture of the – the, us with the award and other award winners and all that sort of stuff. And I've had two leads where people have looked up our business name and I said, because we always, you know, test and measure where we get our leads from. And she, I said, oh, where, and where did you hear about us? And she said, oh, I saw your picture holding a trophy in a local paper, so I thought I'd better give you a call. <laughs> they want the award-winning plumber who gives a crap. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there's, there's a tagline for you, Tony. <laughs> Not cheesy at all. Um, and mate, uh, apart from the eighty hours to put the submission together, what does it cost to enter awards like that? On a money basis, yeah. I'm not too sure, actually. I don't think it actually costs us anything. There you go. That, that was a loaded <laughs> question, mate. I'll just uh, look. I, I bang on about that with uh, my clients as well, and I was fortunate enough to pick up a business award recently. But uh, it, it, in most cases, they're free. And apart from the time, which you could put down to marketing uh, your business anyway because, as you said, it, it makes you think about what you're doing in yeah. a whole new light. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well done again. That's a great win, actually. 
Mm, well done. So Thank one you. thing we like to ask our guests is if you had a thousand tradies in a room and they wanted to succeed and grow their business, what's the one key message that you'd like to give them? One key message, gee. Just, <laughs> just one. <laughs> just one. Um, I, I, look, I would have to say always seek outside advice. You don't know everything and you can't do everything yourself. Yeah, you've got to love a good mentor. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for your time today. If anyone wants to um, have a plumber, come out to your local area <laughs> or uh, learn more about your business, where can they find you? It's uh, www.h2pro.com.au. Nice work. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, Tony. Great to chat to uh, a fellow award winner, mate, but uh, well done oh, again. please. Too. <laughs> We're going to have a beer when I'm next in Melbourne visiting my brother. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks. Great. Thanks for your time. Thank you. So thanks again to Tony, the award-winning plumber who gives a crap. Uh, I'm seriously going to send him that and suggest he uses it as a byline. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, big takeaway for me from that is just be a helpful business, listeners. Uh, you know, Tony and Tristan, his wife, uh, just doing some stuff that's really useful and they're, they're being recognised as, um, you know, just good guys, nice people. And so they're getting more business as a result of that without going into every dealing or every relationship thinking, oh, how can I make money out of this or where's the next sales dollar coming from? And I think it's a really important message. Yeah, it definitely is. And also for me, it was, again, hearing from someone that, you know, has got a mentor and a business coach and is getting help through what they do. And a lot of things he said, like test and measure and the way he's marketing his business is really come from some of that advice. You can hear he knows what he's doing. And Music to my ears when I hear hey, tradies talk about that stuff. Look, if you're looking for one, I know a good one, so <laughs> let me know. I think you can find him at tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com. Plug, plug. <laughs> Thanks, Michaela. But uh, no, certainly great to, to speak with Tony and look forward to seeing big things from those guys in the future. Yeah, so if you like today's episode and you'd like to never miss another one, make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a rating and review while you're there. It just helps more people find out about the show. Yep, we're on a mission to uh, help as many tradies as possible get off the tools and into true business ownership. So spread the love. Bye. Bye for now. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.